What's up, guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I am your host, Cookie Miller, and I'm so excited because last season for our finale, we had this wonderful guest who we're having back. It is my friend and my client, Whitney Charles. You guys know she had such a successful weight loss story and just the story of all the triumph that she had throughout the year as it started in 2022. So now we're going to see where Whitney is as we're entering 2023. So welcome, Whitney. Thank you for having me back. (laughs) I'm so glad you're back. I know at the end of like the last episode, we were like, oh, we need to do a part two. And I just want to give you your flowers and let you know that, you know, like we were talking about before we started recording, this podcast is we're real small time right now. Mm -hmm. Like we're we're very new. Um, But I do want you to know that I've noticed the impact that your interview has had on so many people. There are clips that have been posted on TikTok. You know, there's, of course, the the original YouTube video. There's people who DM me or DM us at Worth the Way podcast and let us know how impactful that episode was. So I want you to know that you inspired a lot of people. Let me find out I'm small time famous. (laughs) Small time, small time. Nothing too crazy. But, you know, you never know. You never know. The clip could go viral. You never know what's going to happen. That's true. You never know. It, it, it only takes something so small for people to like get and then yeah my world could absolutely change so we'll see what, what we'll do with this one exactly exactly so tell us maybe for the listeners who didn't see the first episode you can kind of let us know a little bit about where you were a year ago you know when I know right where you were a year ago if you think back on this and for the listeners who are new uh, around this time last year I had probably just gotten off of a consultation call with Whitney who was a hoot you got to go back and watch the first episode to hear about that Um, and she started her you know started her journey the first week of January of 2022. So tell us where you were then and where you are now. Yeah, it's crazy to think that it was just, it was a year ago and so much has um, transpired. I feel like uh, a year ago I was in a space where I was trying to have thinking ahead to 2022 and saying like, I want to make these specific changes in my life um, personally and professionally. And I feel like sometimes for me, those two go hand in hand. Um, When one thing is good here, it may not be good in this, you know, personally or professionally, you know, vice versa. Um, And I just had a little list of things I wanted to accomplish. And, you know, I've said it before in my journal, losing weight was always that thing. And it just never happened in each year was like, lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds. And it just never happened. Um, but I was, I was serious. I was committed. Um, I was specific on what I wanted to accomplish for myself um, in 2022. And when I saw your post that came across my Instagram, I had been following you for some years. And um, prior I had did keto with a separate group and it just felt very restricting. I mean, I had some success if you, well, yeah, I've had some, I had, I did lose weight, but it was kind of, it wasn't as easy as this process was for me. Um, I felt like it was very, I had to be very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it wasn't just in a way seamless. It wasn't like, oh, I could just wake up and just do something. I just had to be, I felt like like it was calculated. Like I had to make sure like, oh, I'm having this Mm -hmm. and this, but not this. Um, Yeah, I was ready for a lifestyle change. And um, yeah, I just, I signed up with you. We had our conversation and here we are uh, a year later. <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it either. Yeah, <laughs> it's, um, it's been great, honestly. Um, this is probably the first program I've ever joined and I stuck to. Um, of course, with anything, you know, you backtrack, you go, you backtrack kind of thing. But even with, the backtracking and falling off the wagon here here and there, I still have stayed committed. I still have not like just kind of washed my hands of it and like, you know what, just forget this and kind of like gone back because that's what I've done before where it's like, all right, I'm on a great track. And then, you know, whether it's not exercising or having a couple of bad meals and it's like, well, I might as well just keep going. I already started it. Like, you know, I might as well just continue to fall off the wagon. Um, 
that surprisingly has not happened to me in this, Very good. In this journey. <laughs> and again, like we've spoken about this of having weeks of like, oh, I didn't exercise this week or, oh, I wasn't eating great this week. And kind of giving myself grace because again, this is the first time that I've ever stuck to something for so long that has worked that I was able to, um, you know, make a part of my everyday lifestyle and not make it feel like it's a diet. Um, I've, I've also stopped saying that too a long time ago. Like I'm going on a diet. I've re- right. I just realized that like I stopped saying that a while ago. Um, because like we discussed before, I've always wanted this to be like a lifestyle change. I want to be able to just like you do anything, like you wake up and brush your teeth and wash your face. Like I want it to be just that seamless. Um, and yeah, it has been, it really has been, um, I don't have anything bad to say. (laughs) It's been a great (laughs) process. Um, Well, I mean, thinking about just like last year when you came in at the end of the year, you had all these goals you came in and you were just very like regimented, even though you're Mm -hmm. kind of talking about how it's a lifestyle change, but there were still things that you had to become regimented in. One of the biggest things was like eating breakfast. Mm -hmm. I know that was like a huge thing um, that you had to overcome. And I think by April, when we had our last interview that you had kind of overcome that. So what are some other things that you had to overcome? And is there anything that you specifically learned between April and now um, that you didn't know or didn't even expect to happen when we first did our interview together? Um, I think I had to overcome the way I look at food, number one, the way I view exercise, number two. Um, I think a lot of when it comes to losing weight, it's not just the physical, what I eat and the, the, you know, whether I exercise or I don't exercise. I feel like a lot of it is mental as well. Like, you know how you say 80% in the kitchen, 20% gym kind of thing. Like, yeah, I think it might be the same way. It might be 80% your mental state where you are mentally and how you think of things. Um, yeah because we have a tendency, just like we use food for comfort, we've been using that um, excuse our whole lifestyle. So that's what we're, our whole life. So that's what we're used to. So um, if you look at food a different way, if you look at exercise a different way, you're gonna, it shows up differently for me, you know, in my life. Um, Just like with anything, you have to work on it. I mean, nothing's easy, you know, things that you really want are not easy. They're meant to be hard. They're meant to be challenging. So if you look at losing weight as this is meant to be hard, it's not meant to be super easy because if it was, everybody would be doing it, right? Everybody would be losing weight just like this. Uh, So that's kind of how I look at it a lot of times when I'm exercising and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, (laughs) but I got (laughs) to think like, this is my, me challenging myself. Or, you know, if you go to therapy, therapy is, you know, therapy for your your mind and your your brain and your mental state. Same thing for, you know, exercise for your body. Like that's what it's supposed to be for, to make your body feel better. We don't think about it as I'm exercising to lose weight, but exercising because this makes me feel better. Exercising at the end of the day, uh, I'm gonna look better, whether it's in your clothes, whether, you know, you look at yourself, however, in the mirror and stuff like that. Like, I think it's just like a mental, state of how we look at things. So I think that definitely had to change for me. Um, And that's a continued thing. It's not something that like, oh, it just clicked and it's always like that. Like there's still days today where I'm like, no, I don't want to exercise. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I bought those clothes and I'm wearing those clothes and I got to look good in those clothes. So let me get up (laughs) and exercise. Or for next year, I'm like, oh, I want to fit. I want to, you know, be comfortable in a two piece. I know how I want to look. So in order for me to do that, I'm going to have to get up and do this thing that I don't want to do today. I have to push myself to do it. So um, I think those are the things that I've definitely overcome. And, And I think also what resonates with me is you saying like, there's no bad foods. It's just kind of like, you know, how you, how you eat it. Yeah. And take it in like increments and not every day be a bad food day or every meal be a bad food meal. But like, you know, everybody has the days where they want to indulge or, you know, for women at that time of the month and we have cravings and stuff like that. But to let that be, you know, here and there and not every day. And like I said, I've, I've given myself 
grace on the days where I'm just like, or the week that I'm just like, ah, nah, I didn't, I didn't do good this week, you know, but every day is another day to start over. So that's kind of the mindset that I have. Um, that's how I continue to move forward. Yeah. And you, you know, you were talking about something that made me really think about self-sabotage because I've been talking about that so much just on socials. But it really sounds like what you did was you broke that cycle of Mm self-sabotage that you generally have. Right. Because whenever you are someone who's stuck in the cycle of self-sabotage, it usually has to do with that comfort. Right. Like you're Mm -hmm. seeking that comfort so much. You're so used to it that you start to do something new and then you revert back to doing the thing that you're more comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So when you're saying like, oh, you know, I'm working out, I don't feel like working out or, you know, maybe I'm making this meal. I don't really particularly feel like eating this, but Mm -hmm. it's like, well, I'm either going to do this new thing because I'm becoming this new person or I'm going to revert back to what I did previously and just stay stuck in the same cycle. Right. So it really sounds like that's where you're that's where you're heading. Right. It's been a year, which Mm -hmm. is a very long time. Um, But, you know, it's going to take a little more time for it to be like second nature. Yeah, 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 Yeah. definitely. Um, I feel like I've come a long way in this year. Um, I don't think it's second nature yet, but it's it's close. Like it's it's still like a part of my life. I don't. Like before, I just felt like I had to think too much. And that was the part that was giving me anxiety. Um, You know, when you don't know what exercises to do or you don't know um, what meals to eat or, you know, I always always remember when I first started, you have like um, um, like an example meal, you know, in the guidebook. Imagine what she's about to say, you guys. Go ahead. Like meal one, meal two, meal one through six, what you should do. And I like tried to mimic what you did. And I was just like, I don't like this. I was like, I don't like this. I'm still hungry. I eat this. But I was just like, that's what the meal guide said. So that's what I have to do. And the first week was was the torture, but it was it was like just eating just because it's like I have to survive. Like that's how it felt. Because it was like this what I would normally like eat until I think I said something to you like that and you were like you it's just a guide like it's just something to to show you and as an example you don't have to follow it to a T like you know incorporate things that you like I think I I had also said um you had like the list of vegetables or or fruits I was like you have red apples on the list I can't have red apples Whitney was taking everything very literally like she was just like this is all I can have this is what and I get it I mean because if you think about weight loss in general and weight loss programs things tend to be structured in that way here's Mm -hmm. your list of foods you can have here's your list of foods you can't have here's your you know like that's just how how it is Um, but I'm glad that you mentioned that because you know, a lot of people are are tend to be looking for a meal plan. That's the mm-hmm. thing. It's like just a running joke at this point, kind of between my colleagues and I, just to give the audience and even you, Whitney, a little insight into like what happens behind the scenes with with trainers and coaches. But we have these types of conversations like, yeah, I spent two hours building this meal plan for, you know, for this client. Guess how many times right. I used it? Yeah. 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 Zero. Right. Because the meal plan isn't going to work. You want what you want. You Mm -hmm. have your taste buds. So how did you start to kind of venture away from from that type of structure and feeling like you had to stick to everything to finding the foods that work for you? And just I mean, you eat out all the time. So how do you get to a place (laughs) where you can eat out regularly and still meet your goal? Um, Before I answer that, back to your your other point, I think also when we want to lose weight. We want somebody to tell us exactly what they did to lose weight. I want to mimic exactly what you did. So tell me what you, and that that was like another thing I wanted to speak about because I think for me, no one could tell me what they did for me to be like, I'm going to do this. Like 
I felt like I was looking for some type of secret. Like there's no secret. Like you see your friends or, or people on internet, whatever, lose weight, you know, naturally lose weight. And you're like, oh, what did you do? What system did you use? What product did you use? And you're like, all right, I'm gonna do that. And then you do it for a couple of days or maybe a week and it still doesn't stick. So my thing is like, do what works for you. So I had to do what worked for me. Um, and that's what the whole meal plan is. It's like, oh, well, cookie looks like this. What, what do you what do you put exactly in your smoothies? What do you put in your shakes? Like I got to do the same exact thing because I have to follow her. And then I feel like we get stuck on. Yeah, if somebody sets out this whole map of what to do, then I'll lose weight. It, it's fine. I just have to follow it. And it's like it, that's not how life is like. Right. Like life is not already set out already and you just go from A to, to Z, like things happen, you know, ups and downs, all types of things happen. So it's not like, a, let me just follow this plan and then there it is. You know, you have to to do what's, what's best for you. And I think that's what it was. It was like, okay, I've done this before. I know what eating healthy looks like and what that means. So don't need to follow an example guide of it. You know, I like vegetables. I like salads. You know, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I don't eat vegetables. So now what? Or I don't eat this. Right. So now what? Like I eat most things and meat and chicken and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of just leaned into that and was just like, you know, I like chicken. I like salmon. Um, just looking up different ways to prep it so it's not boring. Um, and again, like different types of vegetables that I like um, I've learned over the years like I absolutely love Brussels sprouts and there's people that just like, oh, I don't like Brussels sprouts I can't stand Brussels sprouts oh, but I'm I like if you Brussels make sprouts. them the right way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so good but so you know good. yeah people yeah. think back to their childhood when they're forced to eat vegetables and that can be triggering because then you're like well I don't want this or I don't like this or I don't like the way this smells so I don't want to eat it um, so yeah I had to just be like this was a guide, but like, I know the things that I like to eat. I know the things that, um, you know, I can look up recipes and jazz it up a little bit. And the same thing with going out. And, and that, that definitely, I feel like has been a major win for me this year. Um, because I think we spoke about this before. I have a tendency to out with your friends and everything. You're like, well, what you get, what you get. And you want you know, everything. You want the drinks, you want the appetizers, you want the desserts and all that kind of stuff. And I have in my head less of trying to go around a table of what everyone else is getting mm-hmm. and then make my decision. And I, cause that's what I've always done. But instead it's like, I look at the menu and, or even sometimes beforehand, if I know I'm what restaurant I'm going to, I'll look up the menu beforehand and say, okay, like what kind of, you know, what is it that they have or what, healthier option can I get and stuff like that so that way I'm more prepared and not kind of just sitting down at the table at first glance and you see everything all the you know fried foods and all this and you're like well now I want that I kind of have in my head like oh I saw the chicken dish or I saw the salmon dish or I saw like Mm -hmm. the all veggie bowl or whatever it is so I already have those meals in my head first and then when I get there I kind of like you know look at it in person and I'm like okay that's what I'm gonna get and my eyes always now go to the sides because sometimes you know if your dish doesn't come with vegetables I always try to order a side veggie and I always look for the Brussels sprouts and if they're on there then I'm getting it so you know or the side of green beans or whatever and then you know and then I'll be like oh what you guys getting blah 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 blah. but I don't let what my friends order deter me from what I've already set for myself that I'm going to get especially if I know you know I might not had might not have had the healthiest meal earlier today or yesterday, you know that kind of thing. So again, that's like a switch off, right? Like if I had um, Chinese for dinner last night, I know I'm not going to get like the big pasta dish tonight or you know the fried calamari or whatever. Like I'm going to go for like oh let me do the Caesar salad with salmon and a side of Brussels sprouts or something like that. Or, oh, I'm not gonna eat the bread at the table or I'm not gonna eat the appetizer. I'm just gonna wait for my meal. Or, you know, it's kind of like trade-offs. Oh, I'm not gonna have drinks because I'm gonna have a dessert instead or vice versa. So it's a way to like, you can still have everything you want. It's like, but you don't have to have the whole entire table. Like that's kind of what it is. Like, Whitney is dropping gems, <laughs> y'all. I'm just so, like, cause I'm listening to this like, yes, like exactly. Yeah. You're, everything that you're saying is spot 
on. Mm-hmm. I think um, when someone starts a, a weight loss journey, but especially when someone starts a journey where they're going to have a coach, like so people who are working with me, what I find is that new clients, sometimes they're not used to tracking their food. Yeah, I have different tracking options for depending on where the person is. Whitney started and is still doing photo tracking. She never mm-hmm. went to tracking macros or anything like that. Um, although we did discuss it and I did not forget. We do. Mm-hmm. I did I not forget. <laughs> I hate it <laughs> with a passion. Oh, yes. Because so I'm that we person did. that wants to be perfect and be like, that's not what I ate. Mm-hmm. Like, that's is that the right calories? Because that's not the right brand of salad dressing I had. Right. That's not it. It's close, but that's not what I had. That's not the cheese I had. That's not this that I had. So, like, I'm that person that's just like, no, I don't want you to track something that I did not eat that. Or, well, it's close enough. That's just the thing with me. That's why I don't like it. Uh, sounds like a little bit of perfectionism to me. Oh, yeah, that's part of you guys my personality to season too. two. I'm pretty sure I did an episode on perfectionism. But let me maybe tell you guys why Whitney and I are even looking at possibly changing her tracking method, because maybe this will be helpful for you all. So Whitney came in and like I said, she's only been doing photo tracking. She's been super successful with that. Um, maybe one day we'll get to share her pictures. I think mm-hmm. that she's trying to get to a certain point before we share them just let me know you're ready okay yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) because her mm -hmm. pictures you guys are so impressive and they have been since the very first set of pictures so I would love to show you guys okay so we're talking about why Whitney is going to use a different or why we're thinking about using a different method for tracking so when Whitney first came in she was tracking using photo tracking which is fine she's made a lot of progress using that but now we're at a point where we're coming up on a year of her basic being in this dieting phase and we need to start to uh, either put her into a maintenance phase so that her body can take a break um, or we need to start reverse dieting her to some higher calories. The reason is that we don't want to create what's called metabolic adaptation and this happens whenever you are eating at a lower amount of calories which we know that Whitney is in a caloric deficit because she's lost weight. So she's eating this lower amount of calories and we don't want her body to adapt. So the reason that we want her to start tracking her calories is to figure out where she is around about. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, And then put her into some maintenance calories for a little while so she can just maintain. And then we'll drop those calories again, which I think is the part of the weight loss journey that a lot of people miss. Mm -hmm. Everybody starts a weight loss journey and they go into a caloric deficit and they try to stay there. And they get to a point where they plateau. You will plateau. You can't stay there forever. Even if you keep bringing your calories down, you know, after you get to 1200, where are you going to go? Like, it's Mm -hmm. not even realistic to go any lower. So that is the point of having diet breaks, having these places where you take a break and you're at maintenance for a little bit of time to allow your body to kind of reset and then put it back into weight loss. So, mm, okay, yeah, this is this is my pitch to Whitney, you guys. Yes. <laughs> when you put it like that, <laughs> I mean, you don't want to adapt, right? Like what happens with metabolic adaptation? Now you yeah, don't no. have anywhere to go. You don't have enough food to eat. Right. So if you still have a goal or weight loss goal that you're working towards, you have to put in a diet break. We're going to have to do mm-hmm. it at some point. OK, so. All right. I'm down. OK. When you put it you like that. that. I am. Hold me to it. I'll do it. Okay. I will. I will. I really, really will. Um, So... Let me ask you this. A lot of people, I think one of the main questions I get is how do you remain consistent? Mm -hmm. It's like a big thing. I can't remain consistent. How do you remain consistent? It's a year later. How Mm -hmm. did you remain consistent? What is it? Is there a secret? No. That's the short answer. (laughs) Okay. No, there's there's no secret. Um, I think you that posted this, or maybe it was you and somebody else. Um, but it was just like it said something about like motivation is fleeting. I think I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that. that okay, was... and it's yeah, and it's more about like discipline. Yep. And I think that's where I'm trying to go for next year. Um, I think this year. If I had to name it something, it was like my motivation year to like finally get motivated and 
finally stick to something that I said I was going to do, um, not give up because I wasn't seeing results, you know, in two weeks. Um, and I feel like now next year is going to be more of my discipline year. I know what to do. And now it's time to really stick to it, cut out all the outside noise. Um, and when I say outside noise, I mean what we see on Instagram and social media and how girls look and their bodies and comparing and celebrities and comparing and I want to look like that. I wish I looked like that. And um, I remember we had this conversation. Sorry if I'm going off on a tangent, but I remember we had this conversation and you were like, have you ever looked at your body as being the body to be motivated by or the body that you're like, yeah, this is my body, right? And I feel like I'm getting to that point. Whereas before it was like, yeah, I want to look like this person. I want to look like that person. Uh, I wish my body looked like this. I wish this was bigger. I wish that was smaller. And now it's more so like, no, this is the body that I have. This is the body that I'm going to work with. And my body slowly is becoming my definition of what I want to look like, if that makes sense. Um, that's why it takes me so long to do my exercises because I've been looking at my reflection in the TV <laughs> when I'm exercising and I'm just like, yeah, you see that? You know how that goes there? You see that? Like, I'm literally <laughs> doing that. And I'm like, all right, when you get back to what you was doing, because I can stand here all day and kind of just look at myself. Uh, and that was never a thing before. Before, like, girl, just put your clothes on. Like, you know, now I'm just like, well, look at this. Look at my, the line in my back. Oh, it's more defined. Look at yeah. that. This is... So, um, I think for me, that's how I stay consistent is, is myself. is the results that I see. Um, the results that I want to continue to see. I go back to the first picture I took last year. And then I look at the picture that I'm taking this year or what I look at in the mirror every day. And I'm like, well, I don't want to go back to what I looked like a year ago. So that's what keeps exactly. me going and being more consistent. Um, I think just having goals in general, like it's just, it's something within you. I don't, that's why I don't think it's a secret. It's, it's within you. It's what you're willing to do, whether it's, you know, whether whatever sacrifices you're willing to make, um, whether that's food sacrifices, whether that's, you know, being not being lazy, whether that's financial, whatever it is, it's like it's what you're willing to do to be the person that you want to be. So I can't say this is how you stay consistent. There's no secret. It's, it's just you got to be your what's the, the saying? It's kind of like what you want has to outweigh like what you think mm -hmm. or how you feel mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like you know like I don't know the right term but yeah. like that's what it has to do because again there's days I lay up in the bed and I'm like I think about it I was like I gotta work out it's about to be dark I gotta work out I gotta work like I have to you know and, and at the end of the day I'm only disappointing myself right, right. like so right. that's another thing. So it's like, what are you willing to do for yourself? You, you know, you want to do these things, then you have to get up and do it. Mm -hmm. um, and then at the same time, in that same breath, if you've been going hard and you've been consistent and you are seeing your results, yeah, you, it's fine to give yourself grace where it's like, I can't do it today. Like, I just don't have it in me. But like, that can't be every day, every other day, you know? So I feel like consistency lies within you. Um, and how what you the, the goals that you want to achieve how important is that to you so right. that's how I stay um, yeah that's how I stay consistent and like you said like I look and we took we spoke about this on my last check in when you were saying like um, with you losing weight it was a how you looked on the outside like that's what the main reason was yeah. um, I think for me that's a big reason too is, is how I look. So I look at pictures from the summertime and how I look, and I was like, yeah, good about it. But like, I feel like it's like, I yeah. have to continue to <laughs> go back. Like, I have to continue to look like this. I'm ordering clothes. I'm like, I have these clothes. I just can't not do this. Um, but that's my mindset. That's how I think. That may not be right. the consistency for somebody else. Somebody else might have, you know, be pre-diabetic or have diabetes or high blood pressure. And they're like, you know, or have little kids. And it's like, well, I want to run around with these kids and I want to play. I don't want to be out of breath when I, you know, climb the subway stairs. Like whatever that is for you, 
then make that the, the forefront and the reason why you continue to show up for yourself every day. Yeah. However exactly. that looks for you. Exactly. So, you I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, you have to find your why. Right. You know, as your cliche reason, yeah. as it may sound. Um, and like Whitney was saying, yeah, you guys, if you follow me on social media for any amount of time, I probably talked about how I lost weight for aesthetics. And that can mm-hmm. sound so shocking. And I'm like, you guys, like, what do you, why do you want to lose weight? Right. Like, Cause mm-hmm. a lot of you are hitting me up saying, I want to look good in this bikini. I want right. to, you know, I want to fit into this dress. Um, and even though I was pre-diabetic and had health issues, I just have to be honest. It wasn't the reason. <laughs> it was the aesthetics. It was once the health issues, which was pre-diabetes. And I started developing the achinthosis on my face mm. and I said, not my face. Right. <laughs> and when the doctor said this cannot be fixed with cream, I was like, what is this? And I found out that I was pre-diabetic. I was like, oh, I really got to lose this weight now. Cause like, right. what is this? Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, and that, whatever that is for you. Yeah, exactly. It's just being honest. And also knowing that like, you're going to grow and evolve and change. And mm-hmm. that may have been the why that got me started, but that's not the why that keeps me going necessarily. That's right. A word too. Like yeah. at this point, you know, when I lost my weight, it was 10 years ago. So I was still a baby. Um, mm-hmm. But now I'm at a point where I'm an adult, you know, I'm living my own life. I have different values at this point. And I would hope that, you know, people would have different values at 10 years mm-hmm. <laughs> of growth. Yes. And so it's like now I'm at a point where, yes, you know, oh, my health does seriously matter because diabetes is serious. Like mm-hmm. this can lead to blindness. It can lead mm-hmm. to losing a limb. I have a, a very young friend, same age as me, Guy, who is currently recovering because he had to have surgery on his foot due to mm-hmm. complications from diabetes. He almost lost his foot oh, our wow. age and yeah. um, also had to have surgery on both of his eyes because he almost lost his vision. Wow. Yeah. And that was super, super scary to me. He's in his uh, early 30s, you know, healthy otherwise, but just you know, severe sweet tooth, I'll say that (laughs) and um, ended up with these complications. So, you know, it's very serious. And as you I think as people get older, even as life circumstances change and your values change, you'll find that different why at different stages, Mm -hmm. because the why that started me 10 years ago is just not the why that I'm still using at this point. So, right. Of course not. Look how look, look who you have morphed into just professionally also. Right. I don't know if that was like your goal when you were, you know, in the back of your mind at some point to lose weight was like, oh, I want to be this fitness person. But again, never, never thought about it. I looked at people at the gym like, ugh. Look at these people so obsessed with themselves. (laughs) Like I was just like, oh, my gosh, these gym bros. And I can't believe these girls go in there and these little skip. You should see me now in my little gym shark outfits. Yeah. (laughs) We spoke about that before. Yeah. Get you some nice outfits and that helped boost confidence and, you know, willingness to be like, I want to work out. Like I literally just came home and uh, I was in the elevator and this woman that I see sometimes when I go out on my walks and um, she's like, oh, you're coming back home. So I was just like, yeah. And uh, she's like, it's too cold to go walking today. And I was just like, no, because I was thinking about it because she always remembers me every time we see each other on the elevator, I'm going downstairs to go for my walk. So it's another thing too that you don't realize that people are watching you, you know, in that way. And you never know how that might be motivating somebody to be like, oh, well, she went for a walk. I could go for one too. So, you know what I'm saying? Like you never know the things that you think that you're doing. That's like no big deal. Um, you know, could be motivating someone else, you know, when they see you on a consistent basis, doing something consistently. So, um, yeah, like, you know, I've gone, like I said, I've gone out with friends and be like, wait, I need to get like you. Meanwhile, they order in, whatever they're ordering but you know it's just like don't get like me but like you know do it again I just think there's a point where everybody kind of gets fed up with themselves and their excuses and I think that was my point last year um and it was kind of something where it's like well if this doesn't work me signing up with cookie then it's my fault (laughs) I'm the problem I'm the problem. Um, and I just saw it as like, this is my opportunity to really like stick to something, working with a black woman, working with a woman that's put herself out there, all her pictures, 
her stories, um, you know, your medical issues that you might have been through, like really putting yourself out there and being transparent. It wasn't like a person that, you know, look at me at this weight and now look at me this way. You know, follow me to see how I did it or, you know, right. sign up with me. And, you know, it was like a real person, real stories, um, you know, and I was just like this is it like I, I don't do well on this and I don't know what else I'm, I'm glad do. you didn't tell me that last year because that would have been so much pressure yeah yeah <laughs> that would have been like, so much pressure yeah I've tried to do it by myself you know during the pandemic that was my thing I was just like when you are home every day if you don't get up and exercise if you don't lose this weight by the end of like if you don't lose weight by the end of the pandemic like I have no excuse. I'm home every day. Like before it was like, oh, I'm, you know, bus, train to work, two mm-hmm. hours, two, two hours home. I'm tired. Like, you know, I try to go to the gym after work and all that kind of stuff. And I just felt like, well, now I have no excuse. I'm home all the time. Like my computer's right here. My work is right here. I can shut off. I can go work out in the middle of the day, the morning, you know, whatever. There's no excuse. So I'm like, it's on me if this doesn't work out to, to how I want it to be. Um, so thank you. Yeah. You are welcome. You know, I want to go back. I want to go back because you were talking about um, consistency and how basically you had developed these different systems for yourself that were Mm -hmm. for you particularly to get to your goal. So like, what would you say to someone who is, well, no, I have a different question. If this were you last year at this time, listening to that specific part where you're talking about consistency, you have to find the things and kind of more so like these cliche types of things that mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard before. And now it's coming mm-hmm. out of your mouth. It's weird. <laughs> Is it? I mean, yes. because I'm, it's, it's, I'm asking you because I'm 10 years out. Uh-huh. I think that when I talk, sometimes people just don't even hear me. That's why I think it's important to, you know, speak to guests, have people like you come on and talk about mm-hmm. your experience because it's so recent. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, it also, it. and you're still in it. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that like those things sound cliche, but it's just so true. It is. It's so it true. Is. And I wonder if there's anything that you can say to somebody out there who's just thinking, oh, another person telling me diet and right. exercise, another person right. saying just be consistent. Like, yeah. what would you say to that person? And maybe you think of it as yourself last year. Like, what would you have said to yourself knowing what you know now? Um, I would say then you're not fed up with yourself yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're, you're not ready. Like, you feel like, oh, another, da, 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 another thing. You're not ready. Like, when I tell you, like, I have friends that yeah, would lose weight and I would DM them, well, what did you do? What is it? Thinking it was some secret or thinking, oh, I'm gonna do what they do. And it's just like, no, like trying to trying to mold your journey, your lifestyle, your weight loss into someone else's is not gonna work. So I feel like that's the thing too. Like there's nothing that I would have told myself or there's nothing I would tell that other person because it's our lives are not the same where I where I was when I wanted to lose weight is not where you was where you are when you want to lose weight you're not fed up yet Mm. you're not done yet like you you know what I'm saying like I literally think about exercising every single day like I feel like Like, and then when it's not done, I'm kind of like, all right, don't be hard on yourself. We're going to do this tomorrow. We're really going to do this tomorrow. We're going to get up and do it. You know what I'm saying? And somebody who thinks, oh, that's cliche, like they're not ready yet. They can, the old Whitney would have been like, I didn't work out. I didn't work out today. I ain't going to work out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll work out when I get around to it, mm-hmm. when I feel like it again. Like that's not the same person that's sitting here today. So again, I just feel like just for me to tell somebody else, oh, you gotta be consistent, you gotta be blah, like, I feel like it'll, it it comes to you. Like, it, you know when it's the time to be like, nah, I gotta take this seriously. Right. I don't think there's anything anyone can tell you that's gonna make you wanna do it, but you literally have to wanna do it for yourself. And, like, what's the saying when people try to, um, you know, when people be like, oh, well, you you can't 
care about it more than they care about it. You know, when right, you want to try to yeah. push somebody or your friends, well, yep. I want better for you or your family. I want better for you. And it's like, well, you can't want better for somebody if they don't want better for themselves. Exactly. That's what it is. Like, I can't say, oh, you got to be consistent. You got to do X, Y, and Z. If you don't want to do it and you don't really care to do it and you're not serious about doing it, I there's nothing I can say to you. You just literally have to want to do it for yourself. And whatever reasons that may be, like we said, aesthetic, children, you know, medical reasons, issues, whatever. You have to be ready to do it yourself. Because I can admit, I don't think I was, I think there's were time, there were times where I thought I was ready, but I have not been this consistent on anything mm. in years, in years. So when I did keto, yeah, I thought I was ready. But do this, do this. But that was very restricting. And I was in a group with a woman that had over like 200 women in a Facebook group. She couldn't mm. attend to everyone. She couldn't answer everyone's DMs individually. If I sent you something, you reply in two, three weeks after the fact when I asked the question. How was that helping me? Right. I thought I was ready. Might have been, but that just wasn't the right program for me. Right. And then I just kind of stopped doing that because I'm like, yeah, I feel restricted. I can't have this. I can't have that. Blah, blah, blah. And the crazy thing with that group was, I think I might have said this in our first um, podcast. It wasn't a keto group. That's what it was oh. because she didn't lose weight being on keto. She lost weight regularly. Oh, I had brown rice. Oh, I had grains. I had blah, 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 blah. She let the members turn the group into a keto group. Mm, and she would even okay. say, this is not a keto group. Like I had whole grain pasta. I had brown rice. I had this, I had that, I had that. But it's like, you're letting, because people would post like their pictures of what they ate, but it's like, you're letting the these people turn the group into keto. Like how is, how? If you're right. the head of this group, how did you let that happen? So that was another thing that kind of, rub me the wrong way like if this is your thing that you created how are you letting other people turn into something that is not supposed to be right and then and it was again it was just too many people exactly exactly and if you're someone who is thinking about like starting some type of program a uh, weight loss program you know please be there mentally and be ready to trust the person who you mm. are hiring yeah <laughs> because some this is why I have like such a um, detailed type of vetting process because it's like there are those people who will come in and then they try to tell me how this thing is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hold on now, because if you knew how to do it, you would have done it, right? right? Like I'm I'm new to this whole situation, but you've been in this and in this body and trying to lose this weight for all these years. Mm-hmm. And what you've been doing didn't work, mm-hmm. right? And so that's how you ended up here. And I, I don't know what the keto folks yeah, I, I don't. They they are so serious about yeah. keto, mm-hmm. but I personally don't have any clients who've had a positive experience being on keto. I'm not against it because I'm not against any diet. I think every diet has its place, aside from like the crazy stuff, like the military mm-hmm. diet or grapefruit diet. Um, but I think keto has its place. But I have a client who I worked with maybe three years ago who was a nurse. She came to me, she had been doing keto and she lost weight, but she had regained the weight. So she came back. She came to me. I put her on something totally different. She was losing weight at what I felt was a good pace, um, especially for her weight that she was starting at. um, But it wasn't fast enough for her. Right. Mm -hmm. Because she had been used to getting on keto first week, you're down, you know, five pounds. Second week, she's used to that. So when it's like a month to get to where she was getting a week in, you know, doing keto, she just couldn't do it mentally. And she Mm -hmm. kept telling me like, oh, I just want to do keto again. I was like, I will not like I'm just that didn't work. So Mm -hmm. let's not do that. Let's do something different. Anyway, she gets off of keto. uh, I mean, she gets off of the program. She leaves. She comes back to me a year later and telling me that she had had a huge health scare and she had to have a stent placed. Mm. Right. So she had to have a stent placed because of the diet that she was doing. She was doing keto. She was eating all these fats. And of course, she was eating all these saturated fats. 
So she wasn't eating a good source of fat and it caused these health issues for her. So it's like, sometimes you want to do this thing because it's the thing. It's the, mm-hmm. you know, the keto diet for a while. It was the fit tea. It's, there's always something yeah. you guys have to know. Like you can tell me, Whitney, because this is just a year ago. Mm-hmm. Did you think that fit tea and like fat burner pills in your mind, like, did you really feel like those things worked like or would work or have you um, ever tried any of that? I have done the tea. Um, I think I'm always skeptical. I'm a skeptical mm-hmm. person just in general. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm skeptical, but it's kind of like, what does it hurt? You know, it was kind of like that kind of thing. Like, what if it does work? I think with that is just, and now that I have a year a year difference and my perspective is different and I see those videos and those things. And I always, you know, we always talk about this being a lifestyle. I'm like, you're not taking those pills and drinking those teas for the rest of your life. Right. Like they're like fads, right? They're trends. These things are going to go out of style at some point. Yeah, It's not something that you can lean on 50 years old, 60 years. Like you're not doing that. Um, so that is the main reason why the tea thing didn't stick with me. Um, Cause I'm like, I'm not drinking and taking these pills for the rest of my life. And at the same time, I don't even know what's in these things. Like I really don't know these ingredients, um, you know, taking pills. I'm very like cautious of things like that too. Just kind of foreign type of things that people like just try this just do this this will work I'm like I don't know what's mm-hmm. in this I don't know what this is going to do to my body I don't know how it's going to make me feel and I remember we spoke and you were like they're like laxatives like that's how you're you know losing the weight yeah. so I think for me that didn't stick because I'm like I'm not going to be doing this for the rest of my life and I don't know I just want to have a normal lifestyle I don't want to have to take something that's going to make me feel a certain way to lose weight like I just want it to be like I said just wake up you wash your face, brush your teeth, you eat your breakfast. Like, I just want it to be simple. That's what I wanted. That's what I got. That's what I created for myself. And that's what works. So, again, going back to your question of, you know, what to tell somebody and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's nothing to tell. Like, it's what you want to tell yourself. Are you fed up? Are you ready to do something about it? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. No one says you have to be perfect. That's another thing too. Um, and this goes in other aspects of life of feeling like we have to be a certain way first before we start something. Well, let me at least, you know, get down to this site, this size before I start something. Or yeah. let me at least get these meals in first before I start. Something. <laughs> you know, you, you wait till the first, yeah. right? Let me wait till the first before I start this diet. Like, you know, we all do it. We do it. We do it. Let me wait till Monday to do yeah. X, Y, and Z instead of just being like, no, the next meal can be the start of that change. Exactly. The next snack can be the start of that change. You just say, you know what? Let me go downstairs real quick, you know, given the weather, like 10 minutes. That can be that change. I think we always think it has to be some big thing to make a change where it's the small things that are really the wins. Like the small changes that we make are really the wins. Like, uh, you know, the when we outside the scale, I remember I was like, oh, my towel fits better yeah. now. It's like, oh, yeah. so wet, you know, but you don't think of things like that. But when that, that happened to me, I was like, oh, okay, towel coming coming around, you know, not just stopping right here. Um, (laughs) Not feel exposed. Um, So I think that's the thing too, to get started um, and not 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 be so obsessed with I feel like that's another thing like not to be so obsessed with the bigger picture at first I think that's another thing too we think about where you want to be and it's fine to think about where you want to be but when you think about where you want to be it's like you want it right now and it's not going to happen right now so if you start with small things you'll slowly start to see the bigger picture and be like oh I am losing weight oh I do see this difference but if you're just like no put me on this and I'm just going to go hard and do x y and z and I want to see results in two weeks and then I don't see it and now I'm upset and now I feel like I wasted my time and all that kind of stuff like you got to start small it's the small changes I feel like that makes the bigger impact at the end of the day 
Um, like I said, with the whole breakfast thing, like, you know, that to some people might not be a big deal. There's people that eat breakfast every single day. Like my sister is somebody that can't not start her day without something to eat in the morning. Whereas like, I'm the type of person that's like, I can go hours with not eating something early in the morning. Um, you know, so it's, it's small things like that, that, that make a difference. Um, like I said, the whole go downstairs, walk for 10 minutes, maybe the next time you do 15 minutes, um, Instead of like, you know, not having soda with every meal, you have it with one meal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like not doing this whole cold turkey thing where it's like all or nothing. I got to start because then that's when the restrictive part comes in. And that's just not something you're going to stick to. So I think um, just small um, goals or small things that will that change in your day to day. Um, helps at the end of the day with the with the bigger picture and not try to go full force ahead and you know try to conquer this big thing because you know it's not it's not easy it's not and it's easy to fall no. back into your old ways because like you said of comfort so um, now to get out of being comfortable it's not easy to to do that when you're so used to how foods and, and things taste and, and stuff like that so I think yeah. if you if I had to tell anyone something to help i would just say start small that's it yeah yeah don't think about the bigger picture of everything just start small those small things are going to be what takes you through this process you guys mm-hmm. if you're listening i can 100 percent tell you that that's what's going to get you through the process as whitney was talking i was kind of thinking back and i'm like yeah because all of those small things are the things i still do mm-hmm. right the big things that i think about i don't do anymore Right. When I started my weight loss journey, some of you know, um, I started I was training for a 5K to run in honor of my grandmother who passed away from breast cancer when I was a kid. Um, I would go every year and I would walk it. And I was like, this year I'm going to run. I would not recommend starting a weight loss journey like this, by the way, because that caused a whole bunch of metabolic issues. But Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. the way I started it. And so running was a part of my regimen. It was like a a thing. Um, But other things that were a part of my regimen were carrying around this big gallon water bottle and uh, making sure I got outside and got some sun every day, making sure that I did get a walk in every single day. Mm -hmm. I do all of those things now. I always have some water somewhere by me all the time. It's just a constant. Um, Like Whitney talks about checking the menu before you go places. Sometimes I'll still do that if I feel like the place is not the typical place that Mm -hmm. would have like those easier substitutions. So those are the those are things that stay with you. Right. In the beginning, I was running. I was, you know, I may have been going to the gym or going out to run five days a week. Those things aren't with me anymore. Yeah. But those aren't things that I needed to take. It was the small changes that I needed to mm-hmm. take with me. And those are the things that have helped me to sustain. So I right. think Whitney is really giving you guys some gems when she says to start small. Even yeah. though it may, sound, it may sound cliche. But no, it's true. And, you know, I don't want people to think that I'm this, you know, perfect, have this thing all down and, you know. Give us the tea, like, Whitney. I'm still in it. <laughs> I'm still, you know. I don't want to say struggling because I don't think I'm strong. I don't think that's the right word, but like I'm still what I'm talking about is what I'm living. It's not like, oh, I done conquered it. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm, you know, at the end of the race kind of thing. Like, no, I'm still living in it every single day. Like the the mindset thing, I have to tell myself that to to exercise. I have to say you're going to feel better when you um, finish exercising, when you go for that walk. Oh, exercise is just like the, you know, therapy for the body. Like I have Mm -hmm. to tell myself these things sometimes to get through it. I have to put on music to be like, oh, motivated. I'm a, you know, go up. hard or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I have to stop and look at myself in the, in the reflection and be like, yeah, like I have to do those things. It's not something that I'm like, this is what I did and this is what works for me. And my life is just perfect. And I figured it all out and everything like that. Like, no, I'm still every day is a, is me a work in progress, still working towards my own goals. So what I'm saying is what I'm, what I follow, what I also have to tell myself, um, you know, what I also have to do. It's not something that is just like, oh yeah, like you said, I haven't been in here 10 years. Oh, 10 years ago. I'm telling you something I did 10 years ago. Like, no, I'm literally living it every single day. I'm literally saying, no, I'm not having that. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm doing it. So it's, 
it's a work in progress and um i think it's something that you know if you want you're gonna work for it and yeah. that's just what i'm used to just in life in general whatever i've always wanted i've always had to work for it nothing's ever come easy so this is just like another thing that's just like well this is what i want to look like or what i want to wear or how i want to look then that's what i have to um yeah work towards so exactly yeah so exactly. it's not something i'm just like i got it figured out it's just like no i'm still doing it too i'm still taking the photos and you know eating this way and now like i'm doing it every day so and so am i yeah <laughs> just so that people know and just so that you know like you will be you will be doing this for a long time. I think mm-hmm. we talked about that in one of our recent uh, group meetings where someone was asking, well, when did you know that you weren't going to, you know, gain mm-hmm. way back or when did you feel good about it? And I told everyone year three and they were just like, oh, oh yeah. my God. Like, yeah. yeah, I didn't feel like I really had it like that until year right. three. I was scared the first three years, the whole time. I yeah. thought I was going to gain it back. I was like, mm-hmm. oh gosh, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And after year three, I was like, oh, like I'm really doing this. Um, but still seven years after that, you know, I'm I'm thinking about it. So when you're doing this, it's a conscious thing. Mm-hmm. Like You're constantly aware of the fact that you're doing it because the goal is, you know, in front of you, whether it's to get to a certain weight or whether it's to maintain yeah. where you are, you still have to work to do both. Mm-hmm. And for it me, it's easier, con- though. I don't want to scare anybody. I was going to say I'm <laughs> conscious of it, but it doesn't give me anxiety like it used to. Right. Like, that's what it is. It's like I'm conscious of it. Yeah. And then, like I said, when I think when I think about working out, but, but it doesn't give me anxiety. It just is it gives me more of the reason that I know I should be doing this because this is only going to help me reach my goals or, you know, be more successful on my journey. It's not like a, a, oh my God, I'm freaked out. I'm like, I can't sleep. Like, it's not like that, you know? So that's the easier part where it's like, yeah, it's something that I'm I'm conscious of. I was like, yeah, I know I need to, to work out today. Um, I know that, yeah, I have to have breakfast. I know I should go for a walk. I know, you know, it's, it's things, it's being conscious in that um, space, not from an anxiety type of um, mindset. Cause that's how I used to be. It was just like anxious. I don't know what to eat. I don't know what to work out. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, oh, forget it. Like, you know, like it's not worth <laughs> being anxious. I'm like, ah, whatever, you know, exactly. whatever happens, happens kind of thing. But yeah, I feel like it definitely gets, easier um but for me i think maintaining is harder than losing like that's just been my opinion um because i just feel like oh you know you keep going because you know you've seen these results 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 and then you get to these results maybe not the results your end result or your end goal but significant results that you can Mm -hmm. see (laughs) so hard i can miss this i don't do this i'm just that and it's like, but then it shows up. You don't think it shows up, but it does. Yeah. Um, so I feel like maintaining is harder or has been harder for me than it has been um, losing the weight because the maintaining part, I feel like it has that key of being comfortable mm-hmm. in it. Um, and then, you know, what happens when you get comfortable? Like you just, oh, I don't have to go so hard. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Start skipping out on things. And then when they start showing up, you're like, oh, I do have to start doing this. Like, you right. know, it's like, it's not yeah. as easy as you think. Like it's just gonna <laughs> scale, up, it's gonna stay the way it is. It's like, oh, okay. Now I see those decisions I made. Now I see it showing up, you know, on the scale. So exactly. I think um, maintaining, in my opinion, has been um, harder, but I still just think it's, a mindset thing it's just how you think about things honestly yeah. it really um it really is i had something but i i lost it but yeah it's just how you how you show up and how you think about things and and yeah. i think if we stop thinking about weight loss as this thing of like eat salads and exercise you know and and just think about it as you still can enjoy food and yeah. exercise doesn't always have to mean losing weight. It could just mm-hmm. mean still moving and walking or dancing or I think, I don't know if this is in the guidebook or not, 
but it says something about like cleaning the house and like yeah. I cleaned my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> And it was last week or the week before. I was like, boy, I'm in here sweating. It's hot. And, you know, he's scrubbing yeah. everything. You know, <laughs> just walking back and forth. Yep. It's like a workout. But you don't think about it like that. You're like, I'm just cleaning my apartment. But I literally was in here sweating. And, yep. you know, I was like, oh, I put in some steps and things like that. So it doesn't always have to be like this rigid gotta be at the gym gotta be lifting weights kind of thing it's it's really like you haven't even been to the gym more movement no i haven't yeah so if you guys are listening whitney's progress has been all at home at home yeah 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 i was like what do i have to get give me the list what's the weights what's the bands what's the mats what's this what's that and i'm just gonna get it and um yeah, it's been at home and it's so funny when my friends come over and they see like the weights lined up. Everybody always wants to like take them off and everything. Yeah. You I'm like, yeah, for certain exercises. I'm not like, you know. You're not doing upper body with the fit. Yeah, no, I'm like, still like squats and stuff. Yeah. But everybody always wants to like pick up the weights and use how much is this and stuff like that and, and like the medicine ball and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, right here in in my living room. And um again something that I've just been more consistent at just being at home and being in the comfort of my own home and doing it it's something about it too that just makes me um you know more motivated and again I don't think this was something that I could have probably done a couple of years ago why you know the couch is right there the bedroom is right there you know it's easy to just be like yeah I'm at home but you know it's kind of like my little workout area and um once I turn the music on and put my little gloves on and everything, I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And it's a mind state that I have to get into. Like, I'm working out. This is the workout I'm doing. And I, there's never been a workout that I've done that is like, man, I feel terrible afterwards. Right. Never, right. never, 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 mm-hmm. never felt that way. What's the so little again, quote? Like the only workout you regret is the one you didn't do. Right. And it's true. Yeah, it's it's true. So, so that's another next, thing Whitney? I keep telling myself. Oh boy, what's next? 2023. 2023. Like I said, I want to be more um, disciplined. And I think when people hear discipline, they think strict, but that's not what I mean either. Um, just more, yeah, just more focused on me and more self-care and letting this process become even more natural and easier and seamless and more checking in with myself. Um, When we spoke a couple of weeks ago, I had said I have a tendency to focus on things that I don't accomplish rather than the things that I do accomplish. So trying to switch that um, since I've always just been that person where it's like I can run down a list of things that I've accomplished this year, but yet I'm focused on this list of things that I did. Yeah. so, you know, I want to be more mindful um, of my accomplishments, not be so hard on myself, not be... Look, though, with that um, perfection talk. <laughs> <laughs> Which episode? Don't worry, I'll send it to you. I'm going to send it to you for because sure. Because that's me. That's who I've always been. Work, school, that's who I've always been. Um well, hold so on. Let's, like, let's let's go back and celebrate your accomplishments because yes. last year I asked you what part of your journey did you think would inspire other people? Mm-hmm. And now I want to ask you, since we last recorded, so it's been eight months now, what part of your journey inspires you the most? Um, why? Well, that's a good question. I don't like the spotlight, so it's always hard for me to like talk about. Okay, take your time. <laughs> um, just literally getting up and doing what I do every day, like actually doing it. Like that is what inspires me. That's what wows me about myself. When I exercise and I'm like, damn, cause you got how many rounds on here? I'm only doing three. I'm only giving her three. I'm only giving her three. But then I'm like, last week I did five. Like, you know, so it's like, 
I can do this. That's what inspires me. It's like, I've, I've done it. I did it. Look what I did. And I can do this and I can continue to do it. So even when it seems hard at first, it's like, oh man, I don't want to do any more rounds. I'm done. I did two already. I did three. And it's like, but last week I did five. So I know I can do five. Right. I can do this. Right. So that's what inspires me is that I can actually do this. And it's not something that's just been written down in my journal year after year that I just keep writing, writing. It's like, no, I actually did it this time. I did it. So that's what inspires me. It's not, it's no longer a figment of my imagination. It's not something, some, you know, thing that I can't accomplish. It's too far gone. It's too hard. It's like, no, I actually did it. So when times get hard and, and I don't want to work out or, you know, whatever, I don't like the way I look, or I don't think I've come far enough. I don't think I've done enough. Um, I look at those pictures. I look at how I looked in 2020 and 2021 and um you know the the pictures that i've taken on the app and stuff like that and i look at myself now and it's just like it's not a dream it's not something that is too far-fetched like i actually showed up for myself and i did it so that's what that's what inspires me is that i actually um accomplished this because it's been a lot long years that I feel like, mm, girl, I'm just going to keep writing this down and just pray for the best and just hope one day this will happen. I think now, that's probably what people tend to do, right? right. Just write so it down like, and like hope. Right. So now I can be in my journal and that can be part of my account. Look what I did this year, you know? And when I, you know, people um, compliment me and stuff, like it just... It's like, I did this hard work. I did it the natural way. I did it the right way. I did it myself. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like that's what continues to inspire me is that it's something that can actually happen. No matter how big you are, how far off you are from your goals, um, it, it it's possible. So that's what inspires me is that it is possible and I've proved that proven that to myself so it's like I did it this year I know I can do it next year and you know go harder or whatever it is I need to do I know I, I can actually do it so that's what um yeah that's what inspires me and that's about what my inspires journey. me too that is what yeah. inspires me is your entire yeah. journey um this entire process how you've taken everything in stride you've had so many things happened this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, just such a crazy year, a new career. You yep. know, everything has completely changed. And um, I'm very impressed and very inspired with how far you've come. And I'm looking forward to see what we're going to do in this new year. Same, same. I told somebody the other day, I was like, next year, the stomach's going to be flat. <laughs> just like That's the next goal, y'all, because Whitney's going to start tracking her food like she told you. I guys. am. So I am. remember. Yes. When we come back for our next mm -hmm. episode for mm -hmm. the update, we're going to talk all about Whitney's journey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, with your food. Yes. Yes. No, definitely. Well, thank you so much for being here again, Whitney. I really appreciate you taking the time out. And thank you to everyone who is listening for listening to this week's episode. Of course, if this episode or any of our episodes have helped you, please be sure to tag us at where the weight podcast on ig and we will be sure to repost any screenshots that you send you can also send us messages if you have any ideas for podcast episodes so i will see you guys next week bye bye make sure you sign up